Greetings and salutations. It is your host, Dr. Lovely here. And, you know, it's been a while since we've done some therapy stuff or some couple stuff or some relationship stuff. And I have been watching this very interesting show. It's called In Love and Toxic Blue Therapy. And it's about this range of couples and some of the things that they are dealing with in their relationship. So I'm going to get started and then we're going to go and see how, you know, Dr. K feels about what she says. And then we're going to go in. But I'm going to give you a little backstory because the first couple I'm saying right now is a male. Um, These are both black people, but they're from the UK. Knowing that our American culture and the English culture, our British culture is not the same. It's very different. Um, But what you're finding is, what I keep saying is, our American culture is beginning to shift the world. And a lot of people are picking up on African American culture in other countries. So... (laughs) And I want to give you that ba- I want to give you that feedback or that backstory to really show you how our toxicity is um very corruptive and we if we get back to what I've been talking about as far as Israel is concerned and the fact that I said that we have these things um as a people that people tend to gravitate towards or accept or incorporate and it tells you the power and the magnitude that we have as a people to impact and change other people's lives. And this thing is a spiritual as well as natural thing. Um <sighs> as well as as a psychological thing. And I, I promise you as I'm watching this and from us as a psychologist, right, you're taught to study behavior inextensively. And when you recognize the power of um, media um, and that we'll get to on some stuff later on, because I want to talk about the needs and where we get the word media from and the power and the tactical aspects to this from a psychological standpoint. And what I mean by that is when you realize how psychology is actually used, it's a very powerful tool, um, seriously. And we will go deeper into some theorists and their beliefs, um, as well as a lot of government um programs that were set up so we can begin to understand how psychology is actually used as a tool to manipulate and I think a lot of people don't really understand the magnitude of how much psychology is being used against us or within our societies to change people's narrative thinking and belief systems and there is a very big organization that I would like for you to understand and know about and begin to research about so that you can get understanding about how they utilized um, psychology at a particular time period and we're going to go into cultural um, shifts and what I mean by cultural shifts like in the they call it the roaring 20s right the beboppers back in the um 
the 40s and the 50s and you had the beatniks right and that was another shift and then you had another counterculture which is the hippie movement and then in the 70s you have another counterculture movement you know what i'm saying so those things (laughs) when we start when i start breaking this down y'all gonna be like nigga i did not know so um and we're gonna um talk a little bit about some of these experiments and what those experiments found and 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 shit like that i mean you have to understand that the government said the most the best money they've ever spent right is backing and funding social media now think about that and i just want you to say lie on it and ponder on it a little bit um, so we're going to dive into psychology in a way that I think most people will find very intriguing and why I really love it a lot, but also why I'm very, um, uh, careful about a lot of stuff. So uh, let's just get to this and then we'll have a little discussion later on. So what he just said was they were they had been dating since they were teenagers in their 17s or, you know, 16, I think she said. So they have an on again, off again relationship. And in the course of their on again, off again relationship, he's gotten another. He got um, three kids outside of their relationship. I think there's some resentment for her in that place. But to me, I think a lot of her her thoughts or thought patterns are um, irrational. Uh, and I mean irrational because how can you be mad at someone for getting someone else's pregnant when y'all not in the relationship? And a lot of her movements are very selfish. So you'll understand what I mean as we continue on. I just wanted you to know, he said, <laughs> they weren't together anymore, but he, he got an apartment in the same complex that she was in while she was dating someone else. Of course, trouble. Yeah, it was a nice area, you know, we had the shops all slid <laughs> around the banks. It was just close to everything, the central area. So I just thought, you know, why not? Yeah. So he said, he moved there because it was a central area. No, he moved there because he knew she was there and he wanted to disrupt her life. Um, which is kind of unfair to her. But this is what happened when we get in relationships and we don't have finished business or we don't really communicate and talk about the things that's going on within those relationships. It causes a lot of chaos and toxicity in those relationships. And all you can see is destabilization in their relationship. Their relationship is so toxic that they're impacted other people's lives with their toxicity and what i mean by that is not only is he uprooting or bringing his or moving into a place where he knows she lives knowing that she was already seeing someone else so not only is he impacting her life but he's also impacting his life because he's related or he's in a relationship with her so that's another person being impacted by their toxicity. Now, he also has kids, right? So his kids and his relationships with his baby mamas 
are also impacted by his behavior. So when I say we have actions and things that we do, and we're not thinking about everybody involved in our relationship situation, and we make movements without thinking about everybody that's going to be impacted by it, then nigga is still selfish because he was driven by his own selfish desire. And his desire was he wanted her and he wanted to make sure he got her back. And how was he going to do that? Then moving in her apartment building so she could see him consistently will make those changes, right? But he's not thinking about nobody else that is involved in this situation but himself and what he wants and what he needs. All right, now. She's lying. He knows why he moved in. He told me. What were the reasons he told you? He saw, like, the glow up, and he was feeling it, like, so he wanted me back. Biden and I had him blocked on everything, so he knew by physically placing himself in front of me, maybe he knew that it would bring back some feelings of, I don't know. And how did that change? To be honest, I was in a good place. I was happy in the relationship. And then T came. We used to talk, we used to like visit each other's like apartments and stuff. Like we didn't used to do anything at the time. We weren't like, we never used to speak with each other, nothing like that. But you know, my ex-boyfriend found out. So not only was she considering the, the boyfriend that she was with, cause she was also moving in her own selfishness. Because if you're no longer in a relationship with someone and you have no children, so there's no need for connection. Right. So she already still, she was still tied to the relationship. It's like having conversations with your exes. But if you're not telling your current or significant other that you're having this engagement is deceptive. Especially when you have no children tied, you have kids, then there's an understandable that you're talking to your ex. Right. But if you're talking to someone that you used to date and have sex with and you haven't told your ex about it and y'all don't have any kids, then that's something completely. Di- I mean, you don't tell your 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 new boyfriend that then you have some issues. There. Now, it's different. Um, if they don't know, if they're not privy of the conversations that you're having. Especially if you're being deceptive and she was being deceptive because she didn't tell him that she was coming to his place, his house. That's some whole nother other shit. Anything can happen in his house because you told me it didn't doesn't mean that it didn't. Y'all have history. So, yeah, visiting and hanging out with exes. Yeah, hell no. Uh Uh-uh, that's no, no. We see that we were like going to each other's apartments and just based on how it looks, he ended it because he believes that I was cheating on him, right. which I wasn't. No, but there must have been some kind of pull. There was. I would be lying if I said that, you know, like seeing him again didn't bring back old feelings. Of course, like, he knows how I feel. Right. And how did you take that step to get back together again? It was kind of organic. It just happened. We are just friends kind of thing. And then she just couldn't stay away. Yeah. It's not something that... He said she couldn't stay away? Who moved into whose apartment complex? He knew that if he persisted, he would get what he wants. And this is why I say if you, you'll know when somebody wants to be in a relationship with you, 
based on their persistence with you. If they're persistent with you and they're consistent with you, that lets you know they value the relationship. If someone values the relationship, there will be consistency. They will check on you. There is a connection between the two of you. You're communicating. It shows that that relationship is valued to them. That shows that the person that they're connected to is of value to them. People engage in the things that they are valued in their lives. If the relationship really does count and is important and is is something that they value, you will know by their person's interactions with you. Yep. Yep, I heard that. I got you. All right. What the hell? Goddamn. Well, that was a very interesting thing. Because cause, cause my, 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 um, my, my, my internet just went off, Gatby. Hold on, y'all. All right, we got it back. I've been in love with my life. I wanted a bucket in there. I may have, um... Hold on. He came, we used to talk, we used to, like, visit each other's, like, apartments and stuff. Like, we didn't used to do anything at the time. We weren't, like, we never used to with each other, nothing like that. But, you know, my ex-boyfriend found out, obviously, that we were, like, going to each other's apartments. And just based on how it looked, he ended it because he believes that I was cheating on him. Which I wasn't. No, but there must have been some kind of pull. There was. I'd be lying if I said that, you know, like seeing him again didn't bring back all feelings. Of course, like, he knows how I feel. And how did you take that step to get back together again? It was kind of organic. It just happened. We're just friends kind of thing. And then she just couldn't stay away. It's not something that I regret well i don't know like okay i'll put it like this i wouldn't have regretted it if t was treating me properly what do you mean treat you properly i wouldn't what does that, like, what does that would, mean like, because it's not like man yeah like, 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 like i'm an abuser like uh like, like i hit you and shit you no know? i'm treating you properly that. like just in like like he would i'm sorry my ex-wife will never call me a hoe first of all but <laughs> like he doesn't look after me whenever i ask t for stuff it's always oh but this but that or there's always one excuse or the other like i'm not used to that i'm used to being treated like a princess that's very interesting she says she likes to be treated like a princess but see the thing is is for him is if you begin the relationship on a particular note right however the tone of that relationship is in the beginning that will be the tone throughout the relationship So if you are engaged in whining and dining and giving some shit, man, you got to be willing to continue on to, you know, to do that unless financially something happens. But then if you're dating someone with those particular mindsets and expectations, then for them... Um, they're going to keep expecting something. And 
if you I think that's the hard part about relationships is dealing with the financial aspect of things. My perspective is I feel like the couple should be working together with the money. Um, It shouldn't be one person over the other. The two should be building together. Now, there's a difference when you understand one person makes more money than the other. But still, when it comes to building um, the financial aspect to y'all of, you know, relationship. And what I mean by that is like people get in a relationship because they want to build a life and building a life consists of various parts, right? There's the financial part, there's the spiritual part, there's the physical part, right? And then there's um, the security aspect. And in all those functions, it's supposed to be a collective. I don't want to be the sole person or my, my mate shouldn't be the sole person that brings the finances in. And we shouldn't be, um, when one person is hold the largest sum of contributing financially, it becomes straining over time. So for her to believe that he is solely is supposed to take care of her and not recognizing that he has children. And that tells me that she has no regard for the children he have and that she don't have a regard for those children because they're not hers. And see, that's a different thing, right? I always celebrate couples when they come in my office and I see stepfathers and stepmothers stepping into those roles and being strong um, support systems for their spouses with their kids. Like, it's not common that we get to see that in black families. So for me, I feel like that's something that should be celebrated. And I always big up, you know, the step parents when I see them there, like when they come in without the parent. I've had stepfathers come in to my office with their stepchildren and they're solid in their role and the kids are comfortable and they cuddled up with them. They're engaged with them. That shows me that um, there was a great merging in their family structure because when you have two parties with two different um, parents and then they come together um, and those kids are comfortable with the people you're with, it tells me that the child has respect for the person because that person has respect for the other person's child. So she doesn't have any respect for his kids because she doesn't care about what his financial responsibilities are. She only cares about what he can provide for her. And that's a, that is not the makings of a good mate. And women, if that's what you believe then you are sadly mistaken in any relationship you get in. It won't last and it will be chaotic if you believe this is true. No. Yeah. No. Like, like he would, I'm sorry, my ex-wife will never put me a hoe, first of all. Like, he doesn't look after me. Whenever I ask T for stuff, it's always, oh, but this, but that. Or there's always one excuse or the other. Like, I'm not used to that. I'm used to being treated like a princess. Like, I'm used to getting over from her And he knows that. I don't live in a fairy tale land if I live in your life. Her ex-boyfriend earned like 400,000 pounds a week or some shit like that. I'm not a footballer. You shouldn't expect that kind of shit from me because I don't, that's not what I want. You know what I'm on. 
And I've, I've got a priority, I've got three kids. So before you ask me for a Chanel bag, oh, remember, I've got three kids, I'm gonna make sure they're good first. Why did you get back with me if you knew that you had three kids and you couldn't, you don't have what it takes to look after me, knowing very well where my standards were at? Those were one of the things that you even like. So basically, she didn't come up with something to offer anyone. She's a type of, she's a trophy girlfriend. And a trophy girlfriend expects to be taken care of. And they will keep themselves up and do whatever they need in order to make you look good outside. But you got to come out the pockets in order to sustain their lifestyle. Because the brother just said he was dating, she was dating a, a pro baller in the UK. So he could afford to keep up with the lifestyle. But then... When you are chasing someone who believes they're supposed to be catered to that way, then expect what you what you chase. And I think a lot of times we involve ourselves in relationships and we're not thinking straight. Um, we're not focusing on the correct things that it takes to actually have a solid mate when you're looking for a relationship for your partner you want a fucking partner you want someone that's willing to get in there and 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 work with you to work together that's a team builder um relationship and if you don't if you <laughs> listen um it's, it it still goes back to i think like like you can you can hear me talking right and most people think i'm high maintenance i'm not a high maintenance chick i'm just intelligent and i have certain expectations and my expectations are if i'm going to give you something i feel like i should be able to be received or i should receive exactly what i'm giving you if i give you my time then i should receive your time if I'm giving you, if I'm giving you some money, nigga, I should get the same shit. I, I mean, if I'm doing those things that is securing you to make you comfortable in my, in the relationship that I have with you, then we both should be giving each other something. There should be an exchange in the relationship where your partner feels valued. And when a partner does not feel valued, then the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to want to run. But that whole aspect of being in a relationship requires work. It also requires communication. And if there is non-existent communication, no one can understand nor know what you're going through. No one can extend nor know what you need from them. And she's very vocal in what she wants. Okay, I'm sorry. Um... Wow, somebody just sent me an um, article, and it says that inmates, um, those people that they were found, they found in, the, in those graves, they were missing all kinds of organs. Even the brains were missing. That shit's crazy. You know, yeah. They have no regard for our folks. But I keep telling y'all, y'all ain't seen shit yet. God just keep revealing more and more stuff. Um... And he gonna keep showing all of the things that they've done 
and they still continue to do when it is concerning our our our, our people. It, it's just it's 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 this shit ain't new. Um, and when I tell you it's not new, there is a um, there's a part I added to my dissertation about the way this guy used to um, do surgeries on women. He's known as the father of gynecology, and he would literally um, do surgeries on black women without any anesthesia, and they would like it was horrid. I don't even want to talk about it, but I'm just saying um, the stuff that our folks have been through is some real serious. But you'll man. uh, Anyway, moving on, goddamn. The most about me, he loves the glow up. He loves the fact that I changed into this new bossy person. So how come now when you're my man? He like it. When she changed to the new bossy person. Now, you heard me say multiple times that black men like women like that. Why, I can't tell you. I I really can't say. But, boy, boy, uh, they do. And I'm assuming it's some attractive thing. Um, and it's just really sad. It's what y'all like. Hey, you like it? I love it. Anyway, moving on because that just I don't know. You can't keep that. I should spend all my money on you. You shouldn't spend all of it, but you should spend a reasonable amount. Yeah. Sometimes I, I go shopping. I buy things. Some there's this bag was it Jackie's? Whatever it's called. I bought that bag. This girl just threw it in a, in a little walking wardrobe. I just left it in the corner. I thought she would like it. You know, it was a training bag. So why would you not see a Chanel bag? I think I'll like that since I... <laughs> she didn't lost her motherfucking mind. So listen, now, goddamn. He bought her an expensive bag, and it was a trendy bag. So that means it was something popular amongst the other people. He bought it. She didn't even use it. Though she... Basically, what she did was she didn't appreciate what he received, what he gave her. And she has this thing where she feels like she's entitled. Like, what the fuck? This is the shit I keep talking about when I say these things that we have here, the things that they see American women and black women do here. It transfers all over the fucking countries. The world. I'm sorry. And this is what we're producing. We're producing this shit. They think that's fucking cool. Listen, this behavior is not African in nature. They see the same shit in America. And then they produce the same shit that you see in there. That's some bullshit. I'm just saying. I told you that I like Chanel. She's got... How much Chanel bags have you already It doesn't matter. That's the whole point. So, Marie, explain to him how you want him to look after you. I just want to... All I want to know is what therapist is this? Because seriously, she ain't said too much of shit. Ain't no... Nah, she wouldn't, they wouldn't be in my office with that. Able to turn to my man and say to him, babe, like, I need this, I need that, and him just do it. How important is this for you in Very your relationship? Like, a man should look after his woman, like... I do look after you. It looks like you're both on a different page here. Yes, they are. Okay. We're going to have to wrap it up now. 
But moving forward, I'm going to give you homework to separately think of three things that you can put into the relationship that are going to make a positive impact. Is that something you That's not monetary. Do? Possibly. It would be great if you could. And I look forward to hearing what you come up with. And I'll see you next week. I'll try my best. The way this session went, words can't even describe how I'm feeling. If it came down to, you know, having to decide to leave this relationship if my standards are not met, 100% I'm out. Like, I'm not compromising on my standards. Hopefully he comes to his senses and he knows that, you know, if he doesn't fix up, he's going to lose, you know, his trophy, his, his first lady. Trophy, his first lady. She called herself a trophy, an item, a thing. Have there been any other instances where you felt that Sean has not prioritized you? So, Sean and I went through something that I felt like he he wasn't there for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't have to start it because it's just it's a lot for me. Um. Thank you, sir. Um, there was a time he wasn't there for me. He didn't show up. He didn't bother to communicate. And it still hurts me till today because that was the one time, the one time that I wanted you to be there, that you promised you was going to be there, and you didn't turn up. What actually happened? So there was an unplanned pregnancy um, and he, he had promised that he would come with me to, you know, essentially avoid it, um, but he left me. I didn't hear from him. He didn't tell me that he wasn't coming with me and I did it myself. You didn't even check up on me. Like, what man does that? We get to the sky. No, I can understand where she's coming from, yeah? That he didn't check up on her. When a woman is going through some medical issue, I mean, goddamn. If if a if a man can't be there for them in the midst of one of their most fearful times, um, it tells you really what you what that person means to you. And you always hear me talk about um, relationships are about give and take. And when you are at your most vulnerable time and your mate isn't by your side, it tells you so much that you need to know. When you're fighting for your life, when you're fighting for what you need or you're, you're, you're barely making it, those are the most valuable and vulnerable times in your relationships and it tells you everything you need to know about the person you're with 
When that person is with you through the midst of your hardship and they're willing to stand by you in the midst of that, that tells you everything you need to know about what they mean to you. Right? We learn these things by our experiences with the people we're supposed to love. And the best way to explain it is what I talked about when it came to the Hebrew word, right? For love, it means to give. There is no word love, but the the word that is an expression of love in Hebrew is to give. And my baby said it best yesterday. She says giving of oneself. She said, if you want to know what it means to be loved or to love is to give of yourself. I'm giving of myself to you. Myself is my love. And I express my love by giving myself. You understand the power behind that. Because it's selfless. Here I am. Take me. It still takes you back to understanding the power of what God said about a man leaving his mother and father to cleave to his woman and the two shall become one flesh. You're no longer an individual when you've become bonded to someone. You're one. Therefore, who you are is connected to whom you are joined to. And the power in that is great. But we as a people are so self-centered that we can't look beyond giving of ourselves. Because you can't give yourself if if it's impossible for you to look beyond you. Moving on. I was going through in your mind on that day, or was it something else? Uh, to be honest, the reason why I didn't show up is because I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want to scare them. Did you say this to her? Yeah, I said it to her. But so he didn't show up that day because he didn't want her to get rid of the child and this is why I say women always talk about my body my choice but truthfully if it wasn't for him there would be no life because the spark of life comes from the male semen now how you like that shit When they always talk about a woman carries a child, they carry the child, but there would be no life in the child without the semen. How about that? So he is the life giver. He is the life giver. (laughs) 
We have so much skewed because we're ignorant. So my body, my choice, but there would be no life in that womb if it wasn't for the man. No. It takes two people to make a child. And if you don't want to have children, don't be out fucking doing this shit to get you get gets you to get kids. Keep your motherfucking legs closed. She made a decision without considering him. You can't make decisions without considering the person you call yourself trying to build a relationship with. That is selfish. You cannot do that. I'm going to keep talking about selfishness here because we live selfish we live self selfishly. We live selfishly. We live selfishly because we don't consider everybody impacted by our actions. You have to consider everyone that will be impacted by the actions you make, especially if you are engaged in a relationship with someone. We have to learn. We have to learn. We have to learn. I thought, you know, by me not showing up, she's not going to go through with it. But it turned out that she actually did it anyways. Ray, did you hear him when you said that? I heard him, but how how could he expect me to keep a child, to bring a child in this world where he does things like that? He doesn't take things serious when it comes to our relationship. You want me to keep a child when you can't even show up? Would you have even showed up if I gave birth to a child? That was very ignorant of her to think that way. Because she's still not considering the feelings that this man had regarding her killing his child. He didn't show up because he didn't want to support her. He didn't show up because he didn't agree with what she was doing. And those are two different things. I, they, don't, they must not give you the response of these therapists because none of them say much as shit. He didn't show up. Because he didn't agree. This wasn't about him not supporting her. This was about him not agreeing with her actions. And because he didn't agree with the actions, he hoped in his heart that she would change her mind. Even though he already voiced, nigga, at least he voiced his opinion about what he fucking felt. What if that was a spiritual thing for him? See, this is why I say y'all get involved in relationships without considering your cultural stuff and and all of the things that come along with it. This is why I was telling everybody about what my beliefs were when before we started dating because I already knew this was an issue in my marriage. I wanted you to understand what my beliefs are. Before you get involved with me, I want you to know what I believe. I want you to understand that this thing that I have with God is a very important thing in my life.
And I don't want anyone to get in the way of that. But I also want to be able to share this love that I have for God with the person I'm with. I never had that before. And that's what I wanted. That's what I want. Somebody that will pray with me. When I'm feeling discouraged that they'll take my hand and say, baby, let's pray about this thing. That when I feel unsure, baby, it'll be okay. Stop worrying. You already know God got this. We have to really think about the people we want to engage in our lives, our personal lives that we're connecting to, that we're sharing them with. Because our actions impact everybody involved in our lives. And let me say this. When I was saying I was thinking about moving, all of my friends were like, you leaving me? My actions don't just impact me. They impact everybody connected to me. That rely on me for whatever part I play in their life. So my decision making has to be beyond myself. But it also has to be incorporated with God because he knows everything that's coming. So that it's on one accord with him. That it's on one accord with my man. That it's on one accord with my children. That we're all on the same understanding about whatever decisions I need to make. I've been showing me any concrete commitment. You're not a man of your word. Like that shit hurts. And he just let me down. I can't lie, the session was very difficult. This is the first time we've both spoken openly about determination. I can't lie, the session was very difficult. This is the first time we've both spoken openly about determination. Mm. And I'm glad that we did because it made Sean face certain things and answer certain questions that he refused to answer with me. Well, this session was really, really hard. Uh... This was a conversation that I didn't expect to come up. Um, I'm almost kind of happy that it did, because I think we needed to kind of get it off our chest. Uh, me not showing up for her, uh, I realized that yeah, that was the wrong thing to do. Actually kind of disappointed in myself, but um, yeah, I probably messed up. But I want to kind of redeem myself now, to be fair. That's what you call a real ass man. Now him saying that, him owning up to the mistake he made and feeling like he didn't support her actions, even though he didn't agree with them, is a powerful move for me as a therapist. And it tells me that um, his seeking of resolution, when you always hear me talking about resolution in a relationship, that's exactly what I mean. What he just did was all about resolution and resolution um is to make the wrongs right right that's really what resolution is all about 
making the wrongs right and establishing a place in that relationship that you realize you have made incorrect actions and because you did you're now redeeming yourself by changing something father and that's it A real woman wants someone to admit wrongdoing and how we can move forward in our relationship to continue to grow and flourish collectively. And as well as a real man, the same thing. When we honor our wrongdoings and say, this is what we did incorrectly. And what do we need to do from this moment to grow in our relationship, to be closer Um, to me, that's it to run away, to ignore, to not, um, own up is the makings of, um, improper, um, it doesn't solve the problem when we don't address things, we don't fix it. How do we fix brokenness? You have to address it. Even though it's hurtful and it's uncomfortable, that that session was uncomfortable for the two of them, but they needed to have that conversation. And that was some years back. When you have things that are unsettled in your relationship and you don't have the conversations to resolve them, they stay unsettled. And it's one of the more things that you're going to have to deal with when stuff comes up in your relationship because all of those ugly things come up so it's so important to have the resolve and conversations to um clarify and to wipe the slate clean and build and continue to bond and grow in that relationship it's so important um to solidify a stable relationship with with this with whomever it is that you feel you want to grow with because it's still about growing with them learning to grow with a person you're connected to and that's what it's all about you know what I'm saying we're not in a good place right now but there's uh, something big that happened to Rhea we have to find this I'll be angry I'm really am curious at this point to know if there's a sign on my forehead. Can you see anything? Because I thought there was a sign saying clown. I've decided to bring my partner to therapy. I'm a bit worried about the truths that are going to be unveiled about both of us as individuals. Well, it's something when you have things hidden and y'all don't address them. Um... But that's where that fear comes in, and that's why resolution is critical. Um, It was a pleasure today with y'all, and I look forward to all the wonderful things that I have in store for this podcast, because I feel like I'm going to, it's going to change so much, because there's so many things um, I think we could benefit from, and I'm looking forward to seeing um, things change. I am changing. I thank God. Um, I want to say this. Ever since I've taken 
keeping Torah seriously and learning about Torah and how to incorporate it in my life, thinking about my actions and how I engage with the people around me, um, making amends um, for my, my negative behavior and hurtful things that I've done to other people. I see God doing something positive in my life and I I got a I got a text message the other week about some things and I have so many folks now wanting to work with me um to do more work in the community so I see God growing me as a person um but beginning to blossom the businesswoman inside of me and I'm excited about all of those things and this is all because I made a decision to focus on God in a way that I have never done in my life. And to take um, Torah in fullness and apply it in my life. And I'm seeing the fruits of it because God told us if, if we keep his principles and honor his Shabbats and honor his his Torah and, and, and follow in his principles that not only will he bless us, but he will make it that men or others bless us as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm humbled. Um, y'all. Okay. I caught one more. So this is going to be the last one. Mind you, this is a 30 year old woman with a 22 year old young man who's in college, who's trying to establish, a a life for himself and she's forcing him to financially provide for her and her other children which is some bullshit <laughs> and I you'll listen but um and the fact that she only worked four days out of the month what the fuck I'm just nigga I don't know be women today Five years is not a long time. It speeds by as fast as it can be. Mind you, this is this, this guy's twenty three. He has his whole life ahead of him. She's thirty with two children already. So her life is is established in essence and he's still trying to figure things out in life. And this is what happened when people marry or date women who are older than them. And the older women have a different expectation. This is why age gap is kind of hard sometimes, especially when women date guys in their 20s. Now, it's a little bit different when they're in their 30s or pushed forward or something. But when you when you call yourself dating someone in their 20s, they're still trying to figure life out. And they just come out of their teenage years and they really have a lot of immaturity, but they still have a lot of things they're trying to figure out. And being in a relationship with an extremely mature woman 
is going to put a lot of pressures on that relationship that should not be. Just saying. Because we also want to start a family hopefully soon. So if we are looking at starting a family, considering age as well, we need to kind of not be quick, but we need to be thinking proactively. And why do they need to be quick? Quick because she's 30, right? Quick because she's in age and he's not. Quick for no reason because there's no need to, for them to be quick in getting to having children. Her wanting to have children quickly is is another way of her to dominate him in the relationship. And a lot of times this is what happened for a lot of young guys that date women that are older than them. They tend to be in a relationship with someone who is actually dominating them and not actually valuing them um, as a person. So... A lot of people tend to date people very younger than them because it's easier for them to control and manipulate them. Seven. Seven in total or seven plus the two you have? Considering financial strains, I think five. Because I've always had a dream to have seven children. The way you've structured it up, you've got five years. And in those five years, do you want the children within the five years or after you've made? No, the children can come. Because she already said, from next year, we should have... Mind you... He doesn't even know what he wants because when she, he says, huh, he looks over at her like, and she's shaking her head. Like, it already tells you that he hasn't much say in their relationship and she's pretty much dominating and controlling it. And for someone who is very young, it's only going to, it's only going to, um, worsen their relationship over time because he's going to feel overwhelmed with all of her demands and the fact that she's not working and she's asking for extreme expensive type uh, an expensive type of lifestyle that her herself is not bringing anything to the table there's nothing she's bringing to the table she only worked four days out of the fucking month there's nothing she's bringing to the table so to find some impressionable young man who has some get up and go because he's establishing himself by educating himself um by finding a way to produce and and gain um a better sense of himself is something when you are okay with working a regular job and there's nothing wrong with that don't get me wrong but sometimes people can become stagnant and comfortable and when you're looking to um establish establish yourself so that you don't have to work so hard because life is not all about working. Who wants to work their whole, like you You look through your whole year, you, rela- you realize you spent your whole fucking year working. Like you get up, you go to work and then you come home. You get up and go to work and then you come home. You get up and go, what the fuck kind of life is that? You haven't even enjoyed your life. Why? 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 I don't mean, I don't want that kind of life where I have to give up enjoying parts of my life you get what i'm saying that's where i'm going with this so i don't actually mind as long as the income start coming we need money we need money if we're going to bring children into the world but i feel there's still other issues in the relationship notice how she says we there's always a we when it's concerning money but other things there's not going to be a we right because it's we but you're not we when it goes out to get the goddamn money need to be ironed out I think we've had some trust issues also in the relationship. Oh, shit. Trust is a big thing, of course, because you can't really build a big family if the foundation is lacking trust. In the beginning, because I still had one of my exes in my life, I think that made lucky 
little bit uncomfortable. Why is it an issue from your point of view? Because like he doesn't trust me with him because something did happen. He took me out for dinner and yeah, we had a kiss at the end of the night, which was very unexpected because me and him had parted ways. Things were not so solid with me and Lucky. There was a lot of vagueness on his side. He was doing some ghosting, what you would say, texting scantily. She said he was texting scantily, meaning she wasn't sure um, as in she wasn't sure where she fit in the relationship. This makes a lot of sense, right? When you begin a relationship in a particular note and then you kind of tailor off or you disconnect, it makes it easier for the person, as you've always heard me to say, if you're in a relationship and you are not engaged with the person you're supposed to be with, the less communication that you have, the more openness that you create for someone else. So I'm going to say it again. If you don't put the work into the relationship to establish it and to secure it, and y'all not having dialogues about how to um, better your relationship, like having conversations about the inconsistencies that's going on in your relationship and how you can better or further those um um, or an increase or bond within those relationships, you can't be upset with what turns out in the relationship. And I'll always say, in the world we live in today, finding a good mate is fucking scarce. And finding a good mate with principles is even more harder. It's so difficult. And I recall someone telling me um, some time ago um, that, you know, they were so still um, reserved in dating because they had so many bad experiences. And that was the reason why they were still single. And I thought to myself, I was like, wow, most people think women are this way, but men are becoming more like that. And to find a quality woman is really scarce because these particular type of women are becoming so common. So to actually find someone with principle that will treat you appropriately, that's going to support you, that does not think about themselves, that's going to think about the relationship and where y'all can be collectively is becoming where <laughs> shit. Nigga, I've been having conversations with my sons all the time. My oldest son is like, fuck it all. He don't give a shit. <laughs> my, uh, my youngest son is like trying to establish a relationship with someone that I keep thinking emotionally is not in the correct place. But I can't tell him what he should do or not do. I can only give my advice. This is not correct. Like if this person is emotionally unstable and they have a lot of baggage, trying to establish a relationship with them is the worst thing you could do. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, it's, it's, I'm going to say it again. If you really want a rewarding relationship, you're going to have to do the work. You can't be lazy at it. You really just can't. Just saying. That was very early on in me and Lucky meeting. We had just been on our first proper date. The reason I felt guilty for it is because I suppose I was in two minds about the two men. And I didn't hide that my ex was taking me out from Lucky. Lucky could see 
the stories on my social media that was out. So as far as both of you are concerned, it's just a kiss, nothing else? No, I don't think so. You think it's more? I think what do you think happened? More. I think probably she did had some affliction or sex with her ex. But with her, she said it's nothing. In order to move forward, I guess this is the time to say your piece as far as if it's just a kiss or it's more. Then you can start a future based whether on... Whether it's a kiss, whether it's whatever, the guilt is the same. It was wrong. I betrayed him. That's that. How important is honesty? That means they had sex because she don't want to deal with it. But at the end of the day, what the therapist is telling them is... In order for them to have a more stable relationship, if they don't address the issues in the relationship, it's going to resurface later. So he's giving her the opportunity to make the correction, uh, fess up to it, so they could have and move on because he already feels that way. Now, I can understand why she doesn't want to admit because she's afraid of what could transpire if he knows the truth but it's so much more easier to be honest than to lie because when it comes up later it's going to be even worse when it when it surfaces up again very important and you feel like you've told him the whole truth enough about the truth as far as that scenario is concerned mm-hmm. but that hasn't stopped the problems because i feel like he still doesn't believe me I don't believe I know. Kissing is classified as cheating. Sex is classified as cheating. No one is bigger than one. Yep. Do the same thing. Why are you going to his house after the dinner instead of your house? You stay there for bare hours. Okay. So, Lucky, are you, are you, do you have a deep concern that she might have actually just slept with him? Yeah. Or she's not telling the truth. I feel like there's something, there's a loophole in the whole the story That's she's right. been telling. So, I would appreciate she She's been honest with me. Which is right. What do you want from Lucky during this process? It's for me and Lucky to understand each other properly. What makes us do the things that we do? What makes us think the way we think is stopping the relationship from going forward? I feel like we're just going over old ground. I just want to see if this relationship can be moved on to see if we can actually repair it. We discussed a lot. I find it interesting that she's dismissive regarding this situation because she's she's not wanting to address her wrong and that's the reason why this relationship is going to be stagnant trust issues but clearly there's some more things to discuss so we're going to unpack that in our next session thank you very much yeah my pleasure well well and it's been literally keyed up it's (laughs) what happened man bro i ain't gonna lie oh man like, if you touch it, you cut yourself. You, like, it's, it's mad still. Bro. Bonnet, done. done. Side panel, done. Door, collapsed. <laughs> this is crazy, man. There's more on the back. Bro, they can't be more. <sighs> I don't even know how they managed to drill the C word in the flipping side of the car. Bro, cover. they drilled your car? Drilled the fuck out of that. <laughs> I think I'm the nicest guy ever. Oh. Scratch oh. there, scratch there. This is a wrap. How much are charges? Like, oh, she went into the car park, she saw it, 
And now she's just going mad. You're in trouble. And obviously, like, she's asking me who's done it. And it's like... She's going to think it's a girl. Oh, I know, she's not stupid, she's isn't not it? Stupid. But at the same time, it's like, this is the least of my worries right now. What Bro, do you mean? See, Maria finds out who I've actually been keeping from her. Like, I'm done at it. Like, oh. I'm finished. To be honest, the car thing is nowhere near as bad as the secret I'm keeping from her. When she finds that out, she's gonna go crazy. She's gonna go mental. I'm dreading that. I'm absolutely dreading that. I'm not gonna lie. I'm expecting a fourth child. Oh, shit, nigga. Oh, nigga. See what happened with you dirty ass niggas got there? Y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. He got another girl pregnant and didn't, and she don't know. Now was the expected baby mama. Nigga. That's not, so Marie's not having your fourth? It's too much, team. She's gonna fucking kill me when she find out. Team, what are you doing, bro? I don't know, bro. Team, bro, you're mad, you're moving mad. You're moving mad. You might as well run away now, bro. You can go to Mexico, or you could break up. Bro, you're not, bro, you're not going to get out of this. It's a hell of a motherfucking mansion. At this point, coming into our sessions is even becoming discouraging. What, still beefing? I don't even want to see his face, especially after the whole car situation. Marie's beefing me over this car situation, but the secret I'm keeping from her. That is gonna rattle her, but I need her to be in a good place before I drop the secret. Denise is ready for you. <sighs> Fuck. Hi. Hi, Denise. You're looking very glamorous. Thank you. You look good too. Hello, hello. Tunde. Mm hmm. I think we know each other well enough now for you to take off your glasses. I Come thought, you, thought you'd forget today, you know. You're looking nice. They look great, but... Yeah, what do you think? Please. Thank you. You're not killing me, man. So, since we last met each other, how's it been going? Been fine. <sighs> one says fine, the other one says nothing. So, what's happened? A lot has been happening. Really? Denise. I really am curious at this point to know if there's a sign on my forehead. Can you see anything? No. Can you see anything? Can you? Because I thought there was a sign saying clown on my forehead, clearly. Denise, if I hadn't already committed to this, I wouldn't even be here really? at this point. So me and T go on like date nights, you know, during the weekends. And normally he always drives. But for some reason, he was like proper insistent on me 
driving. And I was like, cool, no problem. Let me come and pick you up. But he was like insisting that, no, 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 don't come, don't come. I'll come to you. So of course, it's gonna raise suspicions. So I'm going over to his house and I see his car. There's literally scratches all over the car. The sign of the BMW has been taken out. Whoever's done it, the girl who's done it, she literally left her initials. And I'm literally asking this idiot, who the fuck done this? And he's telling me, oh, I don't know who done it. I don't know who done it. I don't know. I know it's a girl that done that to his car. Now, who's known for scratching up and keying up a goddamn car? Of course it's a woman, goddammit. Shit. Have you done it? I already told you no. Tunde, how come you didn't mention why you weren't driving your car? I just knew she was just going to have this kind of weird energy towards me, and I didn't have time for that really and truly. Denise, why do I have to find out my man's car has been vandalized? If it was a straightforward situation, and you'd be like, oh, babe, someone done this to my car. If you're genuinely in shock, why did you feel the need to hide it from me? I didn't hide it. Marie, it's, it's... if it is a woman, what does, what does that mean to you? He's going to need to tell me why any woman feels the need to do that. What's going on? That's what I'm trying, I'm trying to find answers myself. So you really don't know? If I knew, I would have told you. You're a fucking idiot. We'll leave it there for now because he hasn't got the answers. So, in the last session, I asked you to go home and find three things that you think that you want more of in the relationship that could positively make an impact on the relationship between you. So, who'd like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so there's trust. I would like him to buy me more gifts. I will also like him to respect me more. And how will those three things help? bring positivity to your relationship. These are like issues in our relationship that is causing friction and arguments. I'm just tired of being accused of what I'm not guilty of. And I would just like for you to trust me and know that I'm 100% loyal to you. You know I love you. I hate you, but you say this now, but your actions are just totally Ain't that the motherfucking pot calling the kettle black when you out here cheating in the streets and got a whole another kid and women keying up your car and you talking about trust. This is when you realize um, that's pretty much gaslighting there. That's exactly the perfect example of gaslighting. You're projecting your own insecurities onto your partner because you are not being trustworthy. You're being deceptive. And because you're being deceptive and not trustworthy, you're projecting and saying it's her doing wrong. Therefore, it gives you the validity to continue on in your negative deceptional practices. Because what he is doing is being, he's being deceptive. He's seeing someone. But he's saying it's her. And the best way to understand it is he's guilty. So he's giving himself the justification to continue on and what he's doing, even though he know it's wrong. And niggas, this is where I go with that. Just because you think 
Your partner don't see. God see. You can't hide your wrongs from God. You pay for it. Moving on. And regardless yeah, of my actions, like, yo, yo, think yo. about my intentions. Like, I would not do anything to purposely hurt you. You know I'm a good woman. You know I'm good to you. Yeah. If you know your woman, you should be able to know she goes on holidays, she travels. However, I know my woman will stick by me. You've heard me say this before. Um, judge people by their actions toward you, how they treat you, and knowing what their character is. If you know what the person's character is, then you don't have to worry about it. You should know the person. You always hear me talk about the qualities of the person I'm with. And what I see in him. Knowing the person you're with, what their character is, and how they carry themselves. If you're if you're dating someone with honorable intentions, then you know that you could trust them. Until they're giving you something to make you doubt their trust. Know your partner. Hey. you've got a young baby obviously she's going to have to be brought up with both of your cultures how do you think you can entwine that to make this it is a work good question i'm not sure about well this one. i mean i can tell you something so simple that happens every day people with black skin we like to moisturize make sure that oh we need God. to keep our skin supple and up. smooth and you know if we don't do that we start getting Nonsense. dryness on our legs and it becomes uncomfortable a little bit itchy so i'm trying to tell tang that right I'm trying to say to him, like, Ocean, she's got black skin, no. right? So she needs to be moisturised. Our baby needs no. to be moisturised every morning no. and every evening when no. she has a bath. No, 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 This no. fool doesn't like doing that. He's no. just like, what, we, what am I moisturising her every day for? Why won't you do it? This is nonsense. Yeah, but I'm trying to... Ocean, she has my, she's got my skin. And my Asian skin is just, like, oily. It's just natural, beautifully oily, right? She doesn't need that at all. No. I, it's very I, I, annoying. Tang's so annoying. He will literally wake our baby up and get her ready for nursery, but he would miss out the moisturization part, which is... See what happens when you date people from other cultures and they don't learn to respect yours? Y'all, y'all be... This is why I say y'all think I'm racist. But when you consider what I'm telling you, and the impact that it has collectively in your relationship. And mind you, you can be two black people, but still from two different cultures. There are going to be elements of the culture that that person practice. And you have to have respect for their cultural boundaries. And Nick, I don't know, whatever. The important factor to get our daughter ready. Everyone needs to moisturize their skin. It's a no-brainer. So I'm sensing a little bit of a culture clash here. How else does that play out within your relationship? All he knows is Jolof. Jolof. 
That's all. The other day we went to a party and it was a, a kasi soup. There was a gege bread. There was pounded yam. There was all of this stuff. He didn't have a clue. He didn't even ask me about it. It's like oh, I'm not. I'm not touching that. I want you to recognise that you know this is the food I also was brought up on. And that you should try. She's dating a very immature man. And when I tell you immature, his immaturity crosses even into their family interactions. And the respect level for the person he is with is really um, disheartening because everything to him is a joke. And his joking offend others, and he has no ability to actually um, learn from the mistakes he makes because he continues on um, with this particular behavior. And it helps you to understand the level of respect that he has for the person he's with. Because if you have respect, then there are things that you're you're just not gonna do. And he has no respect. Would even try it. Don't you ever cook it at home? <laughs> you're in the last. I would if he wanted to try it, but otherwise I'm cooking it and it's wasted because it's just gonna but be. What mean. about your daughter? Everything that Tommy is saying. Okay. Chinese foods. Chasu <laughs> bao. Oh, she knows it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, How do you feel about the food that she's talking about? I don't like it. Okay. He needs to understand that he is with a black woman. <laughs> I love that. I am enriched with culture. So he needs to jump on board. Why is it important that Tang invests in what you're talking about? Denise, it's extremely important. It's I am the future. I am your future. It's not extremely important. Can you let me finish? Okay, go on. This is how you know he has no respect because this nigga literally told her father the first time he met him that he wasn't gonna and he had no intentions on marrying his daughter. That's disrespectful. And if if he doesn't have respect for her parents, it's gonna help you to understand the respect level he has for his partner and the relationship they have important because we have a daughter now we have a child and i want to grow my child up to be bilingual to be independent be proud of where she's from and she can't be proud of where she's from if she doesn't know about (laughs) her culture if she doesn't know about his side or my side no i see what you mean i I want her to understand her parents' culture absolutely do you know what i mean I want her to start talking Chinese, like when she gets yeah, a bit exactly. older. Absolutely, but you want her to speak Yoruba. Yeah, well. exactly. I think it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm quite happy about that. So, do you think that chatting about these things is going to change the way that you interact with each other? I think with the culture thing, I'm going to make a bit more of an effort. Well, that's good. We're going to have to close this session oh, now. I'm okay. afraid. Um, Thank but- you. Moving forward, you know, life is about compromising. Yes, it it's is. About making sure that you, you listen and you understand and therefore move forward.
black woman with no tact in, in, in um, public places. You understand me? At least now I'll be able to have the conversation and like, get her on the open. I'll be able to explain myself, clear her mind of all doubts. I'm not into her friend. What did that stuff happen in the past? I just wanted to feel at ease. I wanted to feel comfortable. Hello, Ray. spend together yeah he took me out to lunch it was nice but what it, it, it turned left after he decided to come clean about him and Lyde and that's the friend that you think was out of line for checking your relationship with Ray Sean is that correct so can you explain exactly what you said to Ray um yeah, basically, in like a nutshell, me and a friend met prior to me meeting Ray, and we ended up doing like some sexual things, you know. Um, I don't know, I probably should have handled it better in terms of me telling her a lot sooner, but obviously, going through this whole process, I did say to her, like, I thought, rather just start on a clean slate, you know. So Ray, how do you take what Sean was saying, like for yourself? How do you how do you process that? I, I'm I'm angry and I'm also hurt because I just want to understand why. Because you said it was way before me, so what was the big deal of not telling me any sooner? Um, to be fair, I don't really have an answer. I feel like I just sometimes I don't want to be the bad guy. Do you know what I mean, like I rather someone else take that title. You I know? think what that means, what that word is you're looking for is a coward, okay. Sure, what were you actually scared of? Why didn't you tell her if it was just a thing, just something that's passing? I think because she always says I lie, right? So I just didn't want to add to another, you know, tally of things that I've supposedly lied about. That's I lied. Like yeah, you. so I just thought... Cause so I'm really scared, you, you don't want to be pinned out a liar, so you lie. lie. I didn't lie, but I just avoided telling her the truth that will add to one of Guilt by omission. Understand when you don't inform or intentionally do not disclose important information to your partner that you are literally being deceptive. It is a deceptive practice. So, 
that's lying by omission. The more reason why she thinks I lie. I mean, in any situation or relationship, if a lie comes up, the best way you solve a lie is by telling the truth. In any situation for your moving forward. It was poor, poor judgment on my, on my behalf. You know, relationships take courage. Your reputation in relationships is important. Oh my God! Did he just say that? Father God, honey. your reputation in your relationship sets the tone. So when you omit things, you're being deceptive, right? And all that they have to judge you on is what they see. And experience from you. Remember last week I talked to you about people holding one another accountable in the relationship. But people will often find or think you're being judgmental. But you're setting a standard and a tone in the relationship. So that we hold each other accountable for the actions and the deeds that we do towards one another. And to stand in doing the incorrect thing is just wrong. It just goes back to the fact that you have to appreciate the person you're with and you're respecting them enough to be open and honest. Trust and honesty is built. That's the strongest part of the foundation of the relationship. Your character is everything. Just saying. I mean, if you don't want Ray to know you as a liar, just always be on, put your cards down. Always. You know what I mean? And communicate with Ray and Ray. Communicate with Sean as well in terms of how you feel about things and you know, and the more you guys are talking and communicating, the better it would be. Yes. Since it's time for confessions, I might as well own up to my own truths. Um, since we're on the subject of honesty. Uh, I wanted to let Sean know something I've also been holding. <clears throat> um, now watch how he so, take what she say. I know we spoke about, you know, Paris. I feel like I just want to put it out there that when I was out there, I did meet up with a guy. Didn't I tell you he was gonna flip the script when it was on his end? Being accountable. 
to your actions towards your partner, respecting and holding each other accountable for your actions, communicating about what your wants and needs are, and frustrations, being honest and open, and selfless, right, is the power of building a strong relationship. Anyway, well, damn, when I thought I was done, um, I've talked about this so many times. And I feel like this is so relevant. Because, 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 yes. Just listen. Whose idea was it? <laughs> Both. Okay. Well, you know. I was thinking more hers. When Maria said, let's have a threesome, I was like, yo, let's go. Like, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, like, you know, I like some spice. I like, you know, having an extra girl in the room. I like how it looks visually. I just like everything. I like the activity and stuff like that. So it was... Let this be a cautionary tale. Because since today, the tone of this podcast has been on actions having consequences and not recognizing the severity of the things that we do and how they impact us. This right here, goddamn, is one of those things. Let's get to it. Definitely my idea for us to have another woman in our bed. And when I brought the idea to T, he was more than happy. What man wouldn't be? But we had this agreement between ourselves. I'm the one who brings the girls. He has no contact with them. He doesn't know where they're coming from, nothing. Because, I mean, yeah, I trust him, but it's not, you know, not to that extent where I'll let him, you know, be in communication with girls that, you know, we're having sex with. So that's our rule. To have a threesome in a relationship, it takes a lot of trust, especially on the woman's part. So I basically bought this girl called Salone to- Did you know her before? I did know her, he don't know her though. So Marie, tell me about Salone and, and what happened on that particular night. You wanna know the details? Do you wanna know the- no, no, how it all came about. Oh, I thought you wanted to know what happened in the room. That's why yeah. I was like, oh, Denise, are you sure you want to know, like, no. the details? Sure. I think Denise might want to join in. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. Put your glasses back on. <laughs> <laughs> getting hot now. Yeah. Getting hot in here. Steam. Well, I mean, right now it sounds all nice, it sounds all fun, but tea ruins everything. Why? We had our rules in place, but what did he start doing? Don't know what. He just kept joking about, like, uh, what's Salone saying? What's Salone saying? And I'm just thinking, this is a threesome. It's not a freeway relationship. And I let T know that it's my call. Like, it's not down to you. And, I mean, he just kept joking about Salone, Salone, oh, tell Salone to come back, tell Salone to come back. Like, he wants to finish. experience that again. You're, Hello, you're, no, you're no, over-exaggerating. No, 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 no
I just find, I'm not gonna lie, I just find it disrespectful. If something is my idea, don't start getting too excited and making me feel like this is like a regular occurrence. It's my treat to you. You're actually not seeing Sloane, like, she's not coming back, like, you don't even know where to find her, so just give it up, please. What? I'm trying to get his words out. Okay, so, I found Sloane. No, you didn't. Okay, I'm gonna show you the conversation here. I, I know you're gonna get mad about this here, but it's like, it wasn't nothing. Like, obviously, because, see, see what it is, Denise here? I appreciate women's physiques. So long, because I wanted, I wanted to bring her back in the bedroom to experience her again. Wait, with whoa, her, not about her. I'm so confused. Like, what is going on here? He's, are you, are you fucking kidding me? He's literally living a dream right now, having a girlfriend who would even agree to a threesome and you've literally just betrayed me when did this happen like i'm so confused it's not what you think it is what do you mean it's not fucking what i think it is are you fucking stupid what do you mean you're actually disrespecting me so we're just overreacting man i don't understand why she moves like this it's not what you think it is man shut up man you're actually a fucking idiot I'm, i could actually i will actually fuck up this whole place like i'm not gonna lie like Listen, i'm just gonna it. keep it cool Wait, for denise come 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 consequences of the things we do and the impact it might have on the lives of everybody around us. The day you open your bed to another woman, you're already telling him that you're okay with him sleeping with other people. Now I know goddamn people will say, well no, they agreed on something. The thing about it is this. When you lower your self-worth or you lower yourself in your relationship, you cannot expect your partner to value you when you will lower yourself in order to be validated in it. So the day you do this, be prepared for the consequences of it. Yeah. Be prepared for the consequences. Okay, I'm done. Well, good night. Love you. Peace out. Shalom, Salim, Shalom, whichever one you choose. Much love and respect, and I look forward to doing um, some great things with you on this podcast this year. Much love and respect. Peace.